This guy, Flash Thompson, he probably deserved what happened. But just because you can beat him up, doesn't give you the right to. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You're a lot like your father. You really are, Peter, and that's a good thing. But your father lived by a philosophy, a principle, really. He believed that, that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. That's what's at stake here. Not choice, responsibility. This is all my fault, me. Mm, I should no. have just listened to Strange and let him send me. You him did back. the right thing. They would have been killed. You did the right thing. It's not my responsibility, me. Oh, what Norman said? My moral mission? No. No, no, me, no, Peter, you, you, listen, you listen to me. You have a gift. You have power. And with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Hello and welcome to, again, another edition of the Time Flies podcast. I am, of course, your host, your wannabe host, uh, Dariel. Um, I have a very wonderful guest. Again, this guy should be some, paying some sort of rent, some sort of Zoom rent by now. You guys know him by now. I got my guy Rainer in the building. What's good, bro? How you doing? What's happening? What's happening? We good. We good. And you already know. We here. <laughs> we here. That's the, that, might, that might be the. I might have to steal that from you. That might be the official tagline of fucking time flies. We here. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but how you been? Everything all right? Yeah, man. We here. Um, you know, me and you were talking last night. Uh, we were supposed to shoot last night, but pushed it up a little bit because I had to rewatch a couple of these movies. You know, <laughs> facts. <laughs> to like see if I got to maneuver some things around here because we we. We're doing the top four, but we're doing top three and four today. Damn, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so good. I had to see. I had to see just because it's this. These are the these are the top four. So we gotta we gotta make sure we solid on our list. It's crunch time, baby. It's crunch time. But um, yeah, just like uh, for the listeners and viewers, just like my boy Rainer said today, we are. Um, we're trickling down the Spider-Man ranking movies. Um, if you saw the first video, the first podcast that I put out, thank you very much for your time and energy. But we're continuing the list. And again, if you saw that and if you listened to that episode, we did eight through five. And now we're going to, for this episode, we're going to give you our number four and our number three ranked Spider-Man movies. And we're going to give you our takes, our thoughts, our insights, um, anything that we want to share with you. And yeah, man, we're just getting it. We're getting right. This is crunch time. This is, uh, this is like Bane time right here, boy. So <laughs> yeah, I'm putting the pressure on. Pause. <laughs> but um, let's get right into it. We're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it. Okay. So. My guy Rainer, I'm gonna give you the floor. Yeah. What is your fourth best? Because I remember you telling me you don't like me saying fourth worst. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your fourth best Spider-Man movie out of all the Spider-Man movies? Ah, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, but I think the other three choices were harder to maneuver around. So I'm gonna be a little comfortable and confident with this one. My number four is Spider-Man. 
far from home. Ah, uh, me too, me too, me too, me too. I bet. bet, this, is, bet. This, is, this is my number four. Uh, four. I love this movie. When I first saw it, I was like, that 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 new effect where you just like, yo, this is the best one. This is it. <laughs> but like over time, like in my the amount that I like it did not decrease. It's just like after the newness wore off, I was able to kind of re-rank it. Obviously, the Tom Holland trilogy is complete too, so I'm able to rank it a little differently. Right. Um, but to get right to it, um, I like where they took him in this sequel because obviously in Homecoming, which I think we both had as our number five. Right. He was very, we talked about how he was grounded. He was very much friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Where in this yeah. one, he's he he learned he learned some things in Homecoming. And in this one, he was so far removed from not only that setting, but a lot of those things that he had. And he wanted to remove himself as well. He was trying to juggle his two lives now at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like. In Homecoming, he's just like, oh, I want to be, I want to be this. I want to be Spider-Man. I want to help. I want to do But in this one, he's like, okay, I have this life that I want to separate and I want to do Peter Parker things. So this movie for that, for me, did that. And it did it well. Like um, MJ finds out or tells him because she already knew. Yeah. <laughs> she had a Spider-Man. suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you I feel love, about my bad to cut you off? But how do you feel about that? How do you feel about in the in the second Toby in the second Tom Holland movie, MJ finds out that he's Spider-Man? Because I always have a I always have an issue with that in movies. I don't like like it has to be well timed. Like I don't like it feeling rushed. So I don't know. Like, what did you feel about that? Great question. I think it it, it kind of um made fun of itself a little bit, whereas it should be a bigger deal. But you got to take into consideration what this um, universe is, what this character is in this universe, where it's very much a kind of a different take. He's still in high school. Right, right. He's a very different MJ compared to what we're used to. So a lot of those things I took into consideration. But like still, when the moment happened, I was like, it was very much in like in the playing field of her character. And she's just like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I do that. <laughs> so that I like that, but I overall I didn't really like how it went. Right? Mm, interesting. Uh, okay. Mysterio was amazing. Uh, <laughs> With the know, God, bro. You know we love Jake Gyllenhaal. We love us some Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake. When he, got, when he got cast, another one. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be sick. And <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. Did you do you remember when he announced? Oh, he he made an Instagram where he got cast as Mysterio. He never had one, but he made one. And he made like a video making fun of it where he's like reading a comic book. You got to watch it. It's really funny. Oh, I, I remember a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely saw it, but I don't I kind of have like little glimpses of it in my mind right now. I can see it a little bit, but it's I like don't fully remember. Three it. seconds long, bro. He opens up a comic book. He's like, what the? F-? And it just cuts off. Oh, Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was originally in the running to play Spider-Man back when Toby got it. 
Correct. So it's like him playing on that. Like I thought it was really funny. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, like yeah. the movie, like he really did a good job. He played the villain well. The whole twist, which we all knew was coming, but yeah. how they did it was really cool. Didn't love the once again Tony Stark villain integration. Mm. Um, Talk about it. Like I feel like Mysterio really could have been his own thing. Like it makes sense. But like it was just his first villain was related to that. But in the MCU with Spider-Man being so tied to Iron Man and wanting to be Iron Man, like I get why they did it. But yeah. Like for Mysterio, I feel like they could have easily not have done that, even though it made sense. The the whole nightmare sequence, <laughs> sick. <laughs> like that's your boy. Boy, what's going on here? Like it was really good. You're talking about like when he when he's like when he gets run over by the train, right? Yeah, boy. Everything leading up to that, everything leading up to that, man. It was is really. Dude, good. I remember in the theater watching this. I was like, "Wow, what is <laughs> happening? Like, yeah. what is happening right now?" It's yeah. like it's like an inception. Like he's going deeper and deeper into the tricks of Mysterio, and it's just like what. And it's, it's also like reality hitting him like because like yeah this is what you want you want to be spider-man right like this is the sh you got to deal with like mm. this is the stuff you got to deal with you got to deal with real people who talk about it like no real shit and like can figure your stuff out and really put you through hell <laughs> like it's not all this being with iron man and them and fighting each like heroes fighting heroes because that was his biggest experience Heroes fighting heroes who kind of like have this relationship with each other and love each other. So their battle is completely different from somebody who just doesn't give a damn about you mm. and it's gonna put you through hell. Like that was another like reminder of that. Um, the third act was really sick too. Like just uh, where were they in London? London, yeah. London. It had a nice like mix of comedy with Happy and MJ yeah. and Ned. Like I thought it was really cool. When he picked up the little shield with the little the little flashlight, that was like the hammer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But then, like, you see him, like, evolve, like, once again, like he did in um, uh, Homecoming, when he lifts the debris off his shoulder and everything. Like, he has that oh, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. same transition, like, grown-up moment, which was really cool. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I have it as my number four. I had it really high when I first saw it, but overall, I thought it was a great movie. I did love his stealth suit. That's one of my favorite suits, by the way. As we talk about Spider Man, we got to talk about suits. Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you said this is your number four as well. So, like, so I don't talk about everything. I want to leave some stuff out so you can speak on it as well. So. I feel you. Um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a lot of the same points that you have. J JG is just like, he, again, I'm bringing up the term um thespian because you brought it up on our last podcast and i've been using it actually <laughs> i've been using that term if you check out the <laughs> if you check out some of the pods i've been using that term but yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna i'm gonna steal from you jake is a fucking thespian bro he's like andrew garfield he's like <laughs> he can throw him in any role bro and he's gonna kill it he's gonna kill it bro and he thought yo he's just so good in that role bro <laughs> And yeah. like, I, and I'm I've been a Jake G stand for a minute, and then like when I heard him cast as Mysterio, I was I wasn't like I didn't I definitely didn't shun it, but I definitely definitely I definitely wasn't overexcited. 
I was like, I know he's going to do a good job, but I still want to see it. And then when I saw it, I'm like, of course, why did I even think <laughs> that? Like, I'm like, of course, like he just kills it. So Jake G kills it. He knocks it out of the park. Um, Something that uh, when I was rewatching it, something that stuck out to me was the movie starts off with the movie starts off with them establishing that Peter has a huge crush on MJ. And if we're looking at it from homecoming to far from home in homecoming, we didn't, cause I, I watched, I watched these fairly recently in homecoming. We didn't really get a vibe that he was crushing on MJ. Like, no, no. he's cr- he crushing on that other girl. I think her name is Lizzie. It's yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. And, th- and then when I, when I rewatched far from home, like one of the first scenes is him and Ned in the lunchroom. And then he's like staring into MJ and I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like, I see where they're going. But, you know, they hinted at it, though, because he was yeah. always, like, nervous and shy around her. But he had, like, Lizzie was that that girl in school. Yeah. So yeah. everybody was her, and he had a chance. But, yeah, that's a great point, actually. Yeah. yeah. They hit, the, like you said, and you're correct. They hinted at it, but I feel like in Homecoming, they didn't hint at it big enough for this huge transition in Far From Home, where he's like, I want to be with her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like, all right, cool. I get it. I mean, we all knew it was gonna lead there, but again, it was just like it was just like, okay, we're here now. And I'm just like, all right, whatever, we're here for it. Um, as far as far from home overall as a movie, that movie is great, man. That movie is great, 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 but it's just the other movies that we have in front of it. It ha- far from home has a lot to beat as far as nostalgia, as far as story, as far as the movie itself, Far From Home, is definitely not is definitely not a bad movie. It's a great movie, but the only reason why I, I have it at number four is because the other movies ahead of it are just they're just like better. But I can't even say they're better. It's just maybe personally they have a bigger place in my heart. Maybe you know. Yeah, I think I I, I could say better. I can say better. You think so? Okay, okay. I can say better, but but I get what you're saying. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. completely, especially like. We all know which are the three that are left. So, like, I get what you're saying about the nostalgia and all that stuff. Like, yeah, like, that hits it right at the head. But it was also, like, Far From Home was a big deal because it's, like, it's the first sequel. Sequels, like, can easily just really go south. Facts. They did a a good job. But, like, it it was still a little safe. And that's why I'm, like... I can say better about the other ones. Mm, I feel like, you. It was still a little bit safe. Like because of the whole like um associating the villain to Tony Stark, like the stuff like that. Yeah, that and a lot of like the themes and stuff, but like yeah. the biggest risk was the whole different setting. That oh, was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what really like drove a lot of the story. But yeah, 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 yeah be, being like a little thing too yeah. that I would have loved was if Aunt May did not put the suit in his bag. Why? It would have changed almost everything, bro. Because well, he, he didn't want it. He didn't want to take it. He didn't want to pack it. Right. So, like, what if things would have went his way, but he still would have had to, like, face these challenges? Because it was going to happen. Those things are going to happen. But if he didn't have his suit... Like, well, if, it well if, if, really... Go ahead, go ahead, my bad. Like it, it wouldn't even have been in his mind because once again, he's forced 
to do things when he's trying not to. But like, well, you see, the thing is that I, I like I, I that's actually a pretty really good point. Like, I never really thought about it like that. But then when I actually start to think about it, if you never packed a suit, they Nick Fury still would have met up with him, and Nick Fury still would have given him the Spider Monkey suit, right? So it still would have happened. Yeah, but like. The thing is, his brain would have been on a different thing because when did he notice that he had the suit? I can't remember. He noticed he had a suit be- um, when oh, on the airport. As, yeah, on the airport. As soon as they landed in um London or wherever yeah. it was, because they went to check his bag and he and saw it there. He was they like, "Open oh, it." Yeah, and his uh, at the airport. Yeah, they opened it, and his reaction was like, "Oh shit, it's here!" And the and the person checking his luggage is looking at the costume. Yeah. But he, so, he, did, he didn't end up using it either, right? Yeah. I don't think he did. No, he did. He, he used it. Um, he oh, used he it. Did. Remember when he met up with Nick Fury and the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. team? And then Jake Gyllenhaal was telling him about the multiverse. Yes, yes, yes. And he then Peter, Peter is like, I can't wear my costume here. Like, if people, wear, if people see that I'm wearing my costume here, my friends are going to kind of be able to tell that it's me. So yeah, he didn't yeah. use it in Europe for a little bit. Yeah. He did put it on. I remember because when they took yeah. the little boat and then they met up and they were correct. Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also little, that was a dope scene though when 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 he meets up with uh, Jake G and then yeah, Jake yeah. G is telling him about like I'm from another universe and then Peter gets into the dork bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Jake is like, "Don't ever apologize for being the smartest in a room." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. God, baby." <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a great scene. Like they that have is. such good. Like they were really good together, yo. I would love to see them do more movies together. But like, at least yeah. like I want to see them in some shit, like some, some thriller, some drama, some shit. Really well written shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember the promotion for that movie. Like they had, they looked like they were best friends. Like they were just joking with each other and just like really good friends. Yeah. And I, I remember hearing that Tom Holland, like he hears from Jake G every once in a while through text, and they talk to each other. Yeah. So no, nah, they had. Yeah, chemistry was fire. Um, so another point that I wanted to touch on was you brought it up. You were saying how like the whole Mysterio and they uh, they associated they associated Mysterio with being one of Tony Stark's villains, and it's true. Like I, I didn't really think about that until you said it, and it's true. That's one reason why you feel like it's safe. And I kind of just wanted to touch upon like like you said, Mysterio standing on his own. Like he definitely could have stood on his own because from from what I remember. And the cartoons, which is what I go off of, the Fox Five uh, cartoons on Saturday mornings, he was like a he was a Hollywood makeup artist. I think that's what he was. And then, and then like he just used that to his advantage, and that's why he had all, had all these different disguises. So mm-hmm. after the movie, after I saw the movie, like that's always been a thought in my mind. I was like, I wonder how they would have like remixed it with that, just with that idea alone. Yeah. I would have loved. I would have loved to see like how they put it up on the screen if they didn't associate Mysterio with like a Tony Stark villain. But the thing is, because like he could have still wanted the tech, right? Right. But like the fact that he kind of had like a direct relationship and he worked with him, things like that. Like it's not the worst thing in the world, right? Right, 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 right. No, it's not. It's not. But it's just like they could have done yeah. it a little different, like because obviously Stark gave him the tech. Mysterio could have had the same intentions without having this relationship to Stark and still could have got access to the tech and everything. But like when it when it did the twist and everything, like it was a great moment. It made for a great moment because like 
when he gave him the shades and he walked out of there, he like kind of held it. And then he's just like, wait. That boom, switch. Yeah. See, that wasn't so hard. <laughs> Somebody get this stupid costume off me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, JG kills her. That switch is like, you believe it. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> there it is, bro. He's, he's playing with, he's like, nah, nah, don't say that, man. He's just like, I'm not that. Now, you can't give me those. Like, he's fucking with him. He's like, yo. He took, he's just like, all right, like, I'm going to do it. And then for him to just switch off like that, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It, it's, a, it's a really brief scene, but when uh, Peter, it's after Peter gets run over the train, and he, he's calling Happy, and then Happy picks him up in the middle of the field. And then Peter is like, tell me something that only you know. He's like petrified. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know what's real anymore. Like, I need to use some sort of anchor to see that like, this is reality. And I'm, it's like really brief, but I'm just like, God, Mysterio fucked this dude up, bro. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a big, that was a huge moment. Yeah. I, I, I kind of wish that they, I kind of wish that they like in, um, indulged in that a little bit more because we, we, I mean, we feel it like once Mysterio turns, once he does the heel turn, <laughs> he, um, yeah. we, we, we do, and they do indulge in it a little bit, but it's like sporadically. I just kind of wanted like, like that scene that I'm talking about right now in particular, like it's like a really brief moment. I wish there was like a really long scene where you just see the mental effect that's had on Mister that has had on Peter slash Spider Man, and he's just like he just can't figure it out. He's just walking alone. He's trying to like he's just like questioning himself. His thoughts are racing. Like I wish they would have had a scene like that, like an elongated scene. But that scene specifically, like really brief, I was like, wow, Mysterio is just fuck this dude up. That would have been great. I, I'm I like that you brought that up because like when you think about Iron Man and the trauma that he dealt with mm. and how that evolved his character every time you saw him. Great point. Because New York, Iron Man 3, this man made a billion suits to protect himself because he didn't want to be in the suit no more. Like all that, that little stuff. Like, and then like thinking he lost Pepper and then he starts making a suit for Pepper, like all that, like everything that he went through and messed with his head made him develop a like in a huge way. And it was like over the course of time. And some of them are subtle. <laughs> some of them are subtle. If you don't catch it, if you don't like know the character top to bottom in the movies, like you won't catch them. But like something like that would have been really cool to like to back up your point. Because yeah. that, that, that small moment was big. Because it's like, and like I said, like, yo, this is what you want. We're going to show you what you what you're going to deal with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the reality of the of the choice that you made. Yeah. And then but, yeah. we got to bring it up. I, I have no idea where you're going right now. We got to bring up the ending, bro. Oh, duh. <laughs> got to bring up the ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, even when he thought Mysterio was done with him. That was dope. Nah, <laughs> we here. <laughs> we are here, bro. Here. Oh man! And that was like that was did you, were there? If you could kind of put yourself back in that time period, did we hear rumors of what part three was gonna look like? Like I don't remember hearing or yeah. After Far From Home, like after the first time you saw it. Can you remember if you saw some things on the internet, if you heard from your friends, 
that like what part three was going to look like because i don't think i bid like that was just that was just the ending and then everything else was just like okay we got to wait to see where they take it from here that was it yeah so it was the the first time he's been outed like that (laughs) yeah that was crazy that was was crazy just like like one of the best cliffhangers (laughs) four years later because fucking covid or three years later or whatever shit but um worth it (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah worth it um but yeah no that's the yeah that's true great job i'm bringing that up because i definitely would have brought it up yeah that that cliffhanger at the end mysterio brings him out oh and of course we also got to throw in uh the the resurrection of j jonah jameson and oh man yeah yeah played played by j the the great jk simmons Yes, sir. Yes, reprising sir. his role as J. Jonah Jameson. That was pretty cool. It hit, they hit you with that. First, you're like, oh, shit, he's back. Yeah. And, then, and then they hit you with the cliffhanger. It's like, what the hell is going on? They, like, played with the multiverse so much in this movie. Crazy. Like, they played with it so much and then did it. Like, yeah, it was... It's like, funny. Yeah. Like, a quick little anecdote. Uh, so, my, my brother and I, we saw that movie. Shout out my brother, Diego. But we saw that movie in theater. And then after we left the theater, I was, I tend to overthink like so many things. So when I saw that scene, I was overthinking. I was like, is J.K. Simmons reprising the J. Jonah Jameson from the Tobey Maguire world? Or is he just reprising the role and it's a new universe? And then my brother was just like, bro, like he, he just, he just, he just reprising the role, but it's it's the same character, but it's just like, we're going to put the Tobey Maguire stuff to the side. And this is, they just chose J.K. Simmons to be J. Jonah Jameson. And it's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. So I was trying to connect it to Toby and I was like, no, like there's not, it's just something separate, but it's cool that it's the same person. But I mean, those are the things that they want us to do too, which is why yeah. they do it. Yeah. Because like, yeah, he, like you literally cannot find somebody else right now. You cannot, you cannot find somebody else. So like, the fans wanted him, and then like, who else do you get? And then, who knows? They probably already had their plans for part three, so they were just like, "Oh, let's sprinkle this up top to make them think about it." And then, but it not really makes sense because if Toby was if doesn't <laughs> say in JK, then like what? But then what happens in the third movie is just like all like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All like pump fakes and like. Yeah, Marvel knows, Marvel knows what the fuck they're doing, man. They know what the fuck they're doing, getting in our feelings and all that shit. Um, all right, man. I mean, do you wanna you wanna put you wanna rest far from home to bed, or do you have any last lasting thoughts? I'm good. I think we're good on far from home, man. I I I this now this is it, it bro. This is it because we both agreed far from home was number four. So again, I'm going to give you the floor. I'm very interested to hear what's your third best Spider-Man movie, my boy. Oh, man. Down to the second. I'm still thinking about switching. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on my oh, list. <laughs> you want me to go first? You want me to go first? Go first. Go first. Go first. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> I'm good. All right. So my third best spider-man movie <sighs> the first spider-man <laughs> the first spider-man with toby dog <laughs> the first spider-man with toby dog like so i was i was going i was going back and forth 
But then the more I just kept thinking about it, I was just like, the other two movies, like this this movie, the first original Spider-Man movie set the bar for every single Spider-Man movie moving forward. But the the two movies that I have ranked ahead of this one, it's just, they're better. And, and they're better. One of the movies is better because it's hitting you with everything from the past 20 years. But the other movie is a better movie. Is a better movie. And I don't want to say, I don't want to give the exact titles because, because obviously we're still ranking them. So I'm, everybody can figure it out. But yeah, man, that, that's, that's my justification. One of them is, is throwing everything at you from the last 20 years. But in the other one, it's an actual better movie, which is in, in sequel talks, like that is extremely hard to do to yeah. top the original. And a lot of people have the sequel over the original. But and I, I just rewatched the sequel and that's whew, that sequel is crazy. But back to my original uh, take is I have Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man as my third best Spider-Man movie. And just some thoughts. It, it kind of like rewatching it. I was a little taken back about how they get right into the origin story of uh, Peter Parker because it's the origin story. They're showing you Uncle Beth's death. They're showing you great power, great responsibility. They're showing you everything. The friendship with Harry, um, Harry's father. They're showing you every little thing possible. Um, and I was just, I was just a little surprised how they get right into Peter being bit into bit, being bit by a spider. I thought they would have established I thought they would have established a little bit more, just like his his life. They do that with the opening scene, which is him running for the bus. So you could tell that he's a dork and and nobody really respects him. But I think I think I I think right after that scene, they're arriving at the fucking um, Oscorp uh, thing, a laboratory. Yeah, and he's getting bit by the spider, and it's just like wow, that was a little surprising. Um, but neither here nor there. Um, and then another thing, which is, I think it, it might be like a reoccurring theme of all these Spider-Man movies, bro. Like the first Spider-Man, they don't really show, they don't show the progression of the wrestling costume into the eventual costume that he ends up with. Like well, this, they go ahead. Kind you think so? Because from rewatching it, it was like the wrestling costume where he's beating up Macho Man Randy Savage. And then that's it. And then it goes into the the, the costume that he that he has for the rest of the three two movies. Yes. He didn't wear a different costume, but they show you his journey to creating and yeah. getting to the costume. Yeah, I mean, this this is the least worst compared to the Andrew Garfield costume transitions. And um, Tom Holland, I don't think it was that bad either. Um, but this is like the least worst, I think. Um, but like, I, those are like the only two nitpicks that I have, bro. Like the movie is great. Oh, and of course we got to talk about the God, William Dafoe. Like, <laughs> stop. Like rewatch, like watching No Way Home made me go back to the first one. Obviously, just like everybody else in the world. And it's just like, duh. Like, I told you he was that good in that one too. It's just but, like, yo, it's, it's 
stakes are so different in this one. So, like, of course, like, he's coming back. So he's excited. For like 20 years. So he's like he elevated. And he's gotten obviously more experienced and and older and wiser as an actor, as a person. So he's just bringing it on a different level. <laughs> it's also the audience too. I feel like, I feel like compared when that movie came out in 2002, I believe, and then compared to when No Way Home came out, which was a few months ago, 2021, that time difference in between, I feel like the audience has grown as well. The way we react to performances, the way we react to seeing movies, like the audience is smarter. We have a better IQ of just about how movies are made, what actors go through, how they portray it on screen. Like the audience has a higher IQ for all that stuff. So in the moment, 2002, I was like maybe like 11, 12, but it, it still didn't feel like this was a great performance. It just felt like he's believable, like it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But then after rewatching No Way Home, going back to the original Spider-Man, I was like, yeah, he's that dude. He is that dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> so Willem Dafoe, the, the god, um, give him all his flowers, man. And I kind of want to talk like I kind of want to talk to you about MJ and Harry Osborne. Yeah, I'll just get into it. Like, what what do you think of the casting? Not the characters, the casting of Kirsten Dunst and James Franco. Not crazy over James Franco. Um, obviously, when it came out growing up, I was just like, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know right. I only knew Kirsten Dunst. I was the only right. person I knew from Jumanji as a kid. But yeah, like obviously he's the first Harry Osborne I see, so I like just became used to that. But like going back to see it and seeing who James Franco is, like now, like I've seen a lot of his work and shit like that. I'm just like, huh. But when you watch Freaks and Geeks, I kind of can see why they brought him in. Legendary. Um, oh, Legendary show. I he I, there were some things that he did that I liked well. Um, like when he would show those moments of wanting more love from his father, mm. I appreciated those moments. Their dynamic was really well was really well done. But just like him and Kirsten, I never really felt that relationship too well. But maybe that's what it was meant to be because obviously that was just some sort of like you're, plot. You're- you're talking thing. about like when they were dating in part one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Odd thing to push kind of Peter forward in a direction and him as Spider-Man and things like that. But like, yeah, yeah. like those moments, like it was just weird to me. Like, especially watching it last night, I was just like, oh, what's going on here? Kirsten Dunn. <laughs> I like her, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with her as MJ. Yeah. She's cool. She's cool yeah. as MJ, but I, I think she got, I think she got a lot of flack in the moment for being casted as MJ, which... Yeah. I, it's just yo, you also gotta like you also gotta think about it in the time period. Like if you if you throw yourself back into that time period, obviously we were younger, but I don't know. I just feel like in that time period, early 2000s, I feel like the crop of actors they could have chosen from for for Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, for Harry Osborne, for MJ. I don't feel like the crop was big enough. Right. Like Toby Maguire is 30 years old, pretending to be he's a high schooler. I think James Franco was around the same age too. Well, Toby was like, I think early twenties. Nah, B. He was like yeah. late. He was nah, B. He was late twenties into early thirties for the first Spider-Man. Was he? I can guarantee it, boy. 
I'm gonna look it up right now too. So. Latest, latest I would give him is 27 because I think I looked it up the other day because they were like, uh, Toby's age now is how old Willem Dafoe was when he shot Spider Man One. What? That sounds crazy. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. So he was born in 1975. Okay, give me a second. So we're doing a 2002, right? Yeah. It's like 27. Yeah. Yeah. 27. Because I yeah. think I was reading that because I was like, damn, how old was he? Come yeah, on. Yeah. Still, bro. Late 20s? <laughs> still, dog. Still, dog. Yeah. Like, that's still not, that's still like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the crop of actors is just, it wasn't, it wasn't a big field to choose from at the time. Um, and I mean, again, like, if I'm looking at it from that perspective, like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right with MJ. Um, yeah. Harry, I'm like, I'm very in between. I could, I could dig it sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, uh, right i agree yeah you feel me <laughs> yeah like, i'm with... sure there was like a, a another person that you could have chosen that would have felt more timeless and like just better you know um but i also think like because none of them were really like superstars or megastars or even a, a star so like i think Raimi was kind of going for that type of effect of just like three young actors who are like right there, like up and coming type stuff. Cause like when we talk about Jake Gyllenhaal almost being cast and like that, you know, like that's that realm of, yeah, so they've done a couple movies. Like we know them well enough, but like this can take them elsewhere, but also they're known, but not known enough to kind of make this story, which is a comic book movie that was at the time still not really, the biggest thing in Hollywood. Uh, you gotta, you gotta kind of pull some strings to, to make this idea work. Yeah, just, MJ, you know, the I higher, know. the hierarchy of those three actors, as far as popularity, it was Kirsten Dunst, and then after that, I, I don't know who would you put. Would you put James or would you put Toby? Bro, I don't even know what Toby did before that. Facts. I probably, I might put James Franco. Yeah, me too. Like yeah. So it's Kirsten, James, and then Toby. So, but but Kirsten, like she was known, but she wasn't like really, really known. So yeah, like she wasn't known like too much for like her her skill. She mm. wasn't terrible because she right. she started as a kid, so like she's known. Yeah, like she's you ever, solid. You ever she seen? Uh, like, you ever? My bad to cut you off, but you ever seen the was it the version Suicides? I think it's called. I think that no. movie came out like in two thousand. So the movie came out in 2000 or like 2001. So that was one of her roles prior to Spider-Man. Um, it's, 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 it's intense. It deals with a lot of real, real life depressing shit. But her performance in that movie, she doesn't really have a lot to offer. Like, it's really hard to gauge because she didn't really have a lot to offer. She didn't, there wasn't a lot of scenes with her in it and her talking and all that stuff. So... But yeah, man, that's, and I've always, going back to Spider-Man, like, I'm pretty sure you can find, we can find this out, but like, I'd always wanted to know who, who are they going for, for those three roles? I mean, for Toby, we know that Jake Gyllenhaal was in the running, but like Harry Osborn, besides James Franco and MJ, besides Kirsten Dunst, like, who are they looking at? I just want to know, like, who are they looking at? Yeah, we could probably look that up. We could probably find that too. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely on the yeah. web. I'm sure like... 
I wonder if there was like somebody for each of those roles that was almost like right there. I know, me too. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think Jake was right there. I think it was like yeah. I'm, I think it was them too, like neck and neck. Yeah, I um, think he was right there too. And I think they made the right decision with Toby. Same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I think they made the right decision with Toby. All right, man. I'm sorry, bro. I tried to I tried to I tried to give you enough time, enough time as possible, bro. Listen, man. <laughs> Talk to I'm, me, dogs. I'm gonna get right to it. I think my final decision is gonna be my number three, Spider-Man One. <laughs> oh, I bet, bet, bet. We're on the one. same page. We're on the same page. Um, there, I was battling with this one and the next movie that I'm gonna choose, which I'm not gonna say, but like, there was a specific moment that I was like, all right. I gotta put this over this. <laughs> there was a specific moment. So, all right, let's get to it. Spider-Man 1. This movie, man, it's... I'm such a fanboy for this movie. I say it all the time. I've told you. I'll t- say it to people. This is the one that did it for me. This is the one that got me on this fanboy train, on this, like, what's next? Who are these characters? What stories did they use? Let me let me show you something. Hold up. <laughs> Are you showing me that poster again with, with you as Iron Man? This right here, bro. What is that? That's the that's the action 20, figure. Twenty years, bro. I've had this. Mm. I begged my mom for money, bro. I went to KB Toys and I bought this toy, bro. My man said KB Toys. Oh KB my toys, God. Bro. I remember that, bro. This Toby Maguire. This is from the first movie, bro. For all the viewers, you this is a real one right here. All the viewers watching on YouTube, <laughs> first and foremost, subscribe, of course. But look at my guy Rainer. He's pu- he's pulling out the Toby Maguire. 2002 action figure this guy is solidified as a real one <laughs> 20 years bro this movie, man, crazy this movie's super special to me man and i could watch it over and over again obviously we talked about a couple things about it that you know things that we kind of critique some of the casting um you brought up how quick his origin started which was interesting i didn't think about that but like when I was watching it last night, I kind of dug it because I was like, oh, let's get to it. Like, obviously, yeah. like I know the character. We've seen the story told three, four times. Like it was just right to like for them to get to, just right to it. And for that to be the first iteration of it. Like the first cool. like legitimate, respectable on screen iteration of it. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. It was great, man. And uh, like a lot of good writing. And I like Sam Raimi's like technique man like he he, he was just such an interesting but like proper choice because there's those moments of like and we talked about it before of like those cheesy sam raimi moments it's just like oh like that could be so cringy but it's like it's his style and he knows how to make it work um love uncle ben and aunt may in this one Mm. love both of them Um, Mm. the casting super good I wish I would have got a little more Uncle Ben. Just that's, that's how much I liked him. Like, mm. <laughs> um, I like that they didn't actually like show too much of his high school life because, like, 
there's not much to know about him. It's just the fact that he's in love with this girl. This is his best friend. This is his life outside of school. And this is how his life changes. And now this is another section of his life. Like he, he already has these separate lives because he has this life at home where he's just like so loved and known. And then when he gets to school, he's a, a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's hard to, to, to deal with up here, you know? So that's just so interesting. And then like add this, this shit in there, <laughs> he, gets, <laughs> he gets powers and he's just like, now nobody he you mix the two but with a whole different like entity because he's like now i'm spider-man everyone loves me they don't know who i am but then when i'm peter parker nobody cares about me when i'm out in the real world but when i'm home i have all this love but then he loses his uncle <laughs> like in the midst of him getting all this these powers and this like new found joy in his life and then now he has to deal with that grief. And just like the contrast between those two things is just so interesting to see how he maneuvered through it. And you, you, you watch the scene where Uncle Ben gets shot and it was so dope. Like he realizes Uncle Ben and then he's just like, all right, we out. So then the chase starts. Wait, hold on. He- Before you get to the chase, we got to talk, <laughs> talk about my man Toby crying in that scene. No. Like... <laughs> that's a fun, that that's a meme that's like a running joke throughout the three movies of his movies. movies. Yeah, like, his crying is like like I I mean I know well, you're not regarded as one of the best actors of his time, but still at the same time it's like my man, like my man, come on, B, you gotta you gotta bring it a little more, dog. Yeah, yeah, his 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 cry wasn't really good. I was watching, and I was just like, ah, I can't really. Real quick, real quick. Real quick. Tom Holland too, but yeah, go facts. Ahead. Real quick, which one you think was was worse when 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 he uh, when he's when he's kneeling right over Uncle Ben dying in part one, or when he's kneeling over Harry dying in part three? Which one do you think is worse? <laughs> Yo, because they're both bad, bro. <laughs> it might be the Uncle Ben one. I think so, man. I think so. I think and the so. Only reason, the only reason I choose that one is because of the moment that it was. <laughs> talk because it was the uncle ben moment and it's just like it was funny it was funny but like shout out shout I, out toby I, man shout out toby facts, facts. <laughs> i tried to stay in it because i was watching i was like oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man go ahead my bad sorry to cut you off but i was just that's the that came up. uh it's funny you brought it up though because i was thinking it i was like should i talk about that but yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm always like I'm always bringing up that shit, bro. Everybody, every time like that that meme comes up on my phone, and if I'm around my friends or something, I'm just like, yo, look at this shit, dog. Whatever. That's just hilarious. Um, facts. Yeah, man. Like he goes right into the chase, and like we've seen him like learn how to web before, but then like now it's the same moment where he's about to swing it to the wall, and his his instinct and his thought is just different because of the situation that he's in. Mm. And then uh, he just hits the next one. And I was like, <laughs> 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 and then he just keeps going. Like it like just like my my thinking, my brain is just so different now. So like when I see those little moments, I'm just like, damn, mm. like that's so cool. And um mm. he talks about it in when we see Toby again, how he wanted the guy dead and like it happened 
and he's just there. He's still numb. He's just like, this didn't change anything, but like, he still kind of had to deal with it. And like that, that, that journey kind of happens off screen. That's like one thing I would have liked. Mm. Like we talked about that with far from home, like that journey would have been cool to see on screen because it's such a huge moment. Or maybe like he wasn't in that dark place for too long because like right after that is when he kind of starts figuring out the suits and everything. Aunt May is a little up- uplifted because she's like just this strong woman and she knows she's got to take care of him. Like those little things. So he kind of just pushes forward. He finishes high school, all that. So then like he's just like, yo, life is moving. Let me like let me speed. Let me just do what I got to do, yeah. which is a real thing. Like do that. So yeah. Then, like, obviously, you start seeing the montage, him doing the suit, different drawings, all that. And then he comes out. He's out in the city. He's out in the world. He starts doing Spider-Man things. And you just see, like, how people are reacting to him. The newspaper, which is, like, such a cool little thing to add to the montage. And then you just start. You get introduced to Jay Jonah and all that. Like, (sighs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I, was, I, I could go on for days about this movie, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm letting you cook, dog. I'm letting you cook, bro. Whatever you want to say, dog. Whatever you've been wanting to say about this movie, it's all the floor is yours, my boy. And then, um, yeah. So then, obviously, we got the the Norman Osborn storyline, where, like, as a kid, I didn't really know what was going on with him. Right. But, like, the older guy, and I'm watching. I'm like, oh damn! Like, they clipped him from his own company, like. It was fucked. You just gotta like that fucking that scene where he gets clipped from his own company. Fucking William Defoe, dog. He, I think, I think he displays. I saw something on Twitter or somewhere on the internet where he displays the five stages of grief all in that one scene. He's he's resentful. He's hopeful. And like the other three, though, you can see the expressions on his face, and he's just representing all of them. Yeah, all within what thirty seconds, and it's like, dog, what? It's like what? Like, yo, my man is a masterful actor, bro. Yeah, man, they 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 really chose the wrong time to do that because he had, I think he had already took the serum. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, you're talking. Yeah, like, you're talking about the board members clipping him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word, yeah. Word, word. So I think he already took the serum. Yeah, he did. And obviously, like, he's going extreme measures. He's just like, yo, like, he believes in his company. He built this up. Like, he's the company is so well known that he's just like, I cannot let this fail to the point that he's like, I got to do this. I'm going to I'm going to show them that it works. Like, I'm a- you have any idea what I've been through? <laughs> you have any idea what I've sacrificed? What I've sacrificed? <laughs> no, you can't do this to me. Oh, God. It's to me, <laughs> bro. Yeah, like, bro. But you can't do this to me. I started this company. You know how much I sacrificed. There goes his origin, which is like super great too. And then you go into the Unity Fair, mm-hmm. it's the first showdown. Like I didn't notice that because, like, when I was watching, I was like, "Yo, how far into the movie is this? This is like deep into the movie." Oh, really? So like at this point, this is like deep into the movie, but like you're so in it. They 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 showed how every character got to this point, like, and it didn't feel like stretched. They didn't feel like it took too long. It didn't feel like it really missed a lot. And yeah, like Peter's a photographer. 
and then he's at this fair where where Macy Gray is performing (laughs) with a raspy voice Baby. Oh, man. Yo, there are so many like little anecdotes throughout the movie where it's like, damn, this is really early 2000s. <laughs> Macy yeah. Gray was popping at the time. Like Times Square, how it looks and everything. And it's just like, yeah. So like then yeah. you get the first you get the first showdown, which is really dope because none of them knew each other. None of them knew about each other. This is the first time they faced it all. So he has his mission of trying to kill these motherfuckers. And Touch. Peter is just trying to save people but they're getting in each other's way and they just figure they realize how strong this is like their first real like competition they're like oh damn like now i gotta worry about this dude <laughs> yeah um then you see the whole kind of weird harry mj thing and all that yeah. and then that's when spider-man first saves mj yeah yo really small detail that pissed me off when i watched this movie last night so you remember after he jumps off the building from saving mj and he's swinging and he uh-huh. runs across the other building there's like a black building and he flips he swings and when he swings up he runs on the building and before you can hear the footsteps like it, you could hear it. it used to go doop, 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 doop. but when i watched it it doesn't have it anymore. And that shit pissed me off. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so in detail, bro. <laughs> pissed me off, bro. My man. Wait, so you're saying you're saying in the theaters, you remember hearing the footsteps? Not even the theaters. Like, even, like, when I had the DVD or when I would watch it on TV and on FX and shit like that, it would have the doop, 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 doop. Like, it was such a cool detail. Like, and where would you see it last night? I bought I, I bought the movies, like, a couple years ago. So I have it on my iTunes. So iTunes. I it there. Yeah. Damn, Apple, you fucking up, B. That was trash, man. Oh, really, wow. Look at this guy. Really, <laughs> yeah, you really a real one, feelings. dog. You a real one, bro. I really hurt my feelings, man. But, um, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I'm going I'm to I'm stay close to their dynamic because we talked about, like, the other characters a good amount. But, like, just the progression between the Spider-Man and Goblin relationship where they're, like, learning about each other and then... Like Goblin is like, he kind of is ready to be like, yo, like, I like you. Yeah. Join me. Yep. That scene <laughs> on top of the roof where Spider Man is like half knocked out and he's like Damn. giving him a speech. It's like what? <laughs> it's like <laughs> somebody somebody had mentioned. I, f- I think I forgot where I was reading it. I don't know if it was like Twitter or in the comments or something like a forum, but they brought up how much Goblin respected Spider Man that like. He didn't care to know who he was. He just wanted him on his team. Mm. And I thought that was really cool for somebody to mention because I never thought of that. He could have really just, like, unmasked him. But, like, what for? It's the whole... He was tied, right? I think he was, like, tied up or something? Or no? He was just, like... paralyzed him. Right, 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 right. right, He he sprayed him, and then he told him, he's like, yo, you'll you'll be paralyzed for a while, but... It, it, It was, like, the whole... Batman Joker down there where Joker doesn't care to know who Batman is. <laughs> you cooking boy, you cooking boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always like <laughs> I always that scene I, the reason why I remember that scene so much is because it's so subtle, but they're talking on the they're talking on the roof, Spider-Man's on the floor, half half knocked out, but he's listening to what Green Goblin is saying. Green Goblin's giving the speech like I want you to be on my team. But there's like a subtle moment 
where he like taps him on the head and then he like leans back yep, the yep. way the way that like it's portrayed <laughs> it's like yo i fuck with you bro and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like ooh, it's like ooh, i yeah, love he that he saw us he saw yeah, us yeah bro it's like just the way he does it he's like yeah. i want you on my team man and yeah. it's like what that was dope he saw us he saw us. and like even like what he was saying was just like it was it was good writing it was great acting because he's like yo like they'll love you until they yeah. don't and then it's just like they don't really care about you anymore blah, 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 like all that and like he's giving him the that was sure. that was norman's experience that was yeah. norman's experience like i'm the top yeah. company now i got a little chink in my armor now y'all want to just y'all boot me out my shit like <laughs> so he's trying yeah. to tell him from experience but Spider-Man is just like his morality and everything. Just like everything he stands for is just like against that. So he's nah, just you like, cooking, boy. You <laughs> cooking right now, dog. Yeah, like, it was it was it was so good, man. And just like when he sees him again in that forest fire fight, which is hilarious. He's acting like the he's acting like the lady screaming. Oh yeah. And my favorite part of that scene though, when the <laughs> Spider-Man saves the baby, he comes out, gives it to the lady. And the cop comes. He's just like, hey, hey, don't go anywhere. Stop him. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. And then you hear the lady screaming. And he's like, he looks up. And he's just like, I'll be right here when you get back. He said, I'm not coming back, chief. <laughs> I'm coming back, chief. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. coming back, chief. <laughs> Catch me if you can. But yeah, like, then they have the showdown. Um, and that's really, I love that. I love that fight scene. It was that's where he gets cut on a, like his wrist, and then moving forward at Thanksgiving dinner with Harry, MJ, Aunt May, Norman. That's where Norman finds out it's Peter. Everything changes there because for for Goblin, he's just like, oh damn, like I can't. You're not gonna be on my team, cool. But then he also uses Norman because Norman knows Peter. He puts two and two together, yeah. and then it's just like. It's off to the races from there. <laughs> yeah. Man attack Aunt May real quick. <laughs> and then went right to MJ. And then we get the final battle. Like, man, like, it oh, was so really hard for me to place this movie at number three, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm really with you. Hard, bro. I'm with you, dog. It's... <laughs> and then okay, the bridge... We'll get to it but real quick. What I wanted to say. So, yeah. So after Norman finds out that Peter Spider-Man at Thanksgiving dinner, the, I think, I think one of the next scenes that he's going to Aunt May, he blows up her apartment. He takes her. And then Peter's on the payphone at the hospital, which another, um, another, uh, anecdote from the early two thousands payphones, but <laughs> Toby, Tom, Toby McGuire is on the payphone. He thinks it's MJ, but it's green goblin. And then green goblin says, it's like, can the Spider-Man come out to play? So fast forward to No Way Home, the very last, the very last duel at the Statue of Liberty, when I think they've cured everybody. They've cured Sandman, Lizard, Doc Ock, Electro. Everybody knows Green Goblin's coming. Do you remember what Green Goblin says? Oh, shit, he does say that. He says, can, can Spider-Man come out to play? Yeah. So, Damn. I, didn't I, don't, catch that. I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if that's if it was like they were trying to connect it between the two, but that's just something I noticed. Man, but man. yeah, and it's yeah. funny because it rung a bell because I watched them back to back last night, so uh, it rung a bell when I heard it again. But yeah, damn, yeah. It's right. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so um. Yeah, man, that bridge where it's like, damn. Once again, he put he put Peter 
aka spider-man or slash spider-man or just yeah. peter man whatever you want to call him <laughs> mashed peter his man. worlds together he mashes worlds together he's like you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that i'm gonna choose let it here <laughs> so now choose because yeah. you never know when some lunatic is going to come up with the sadistic choice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My love man, it. quoting, quoting <laughs> scenes. I love it. Itsy spider. Water spout. That was funny. the goblin and took the spider out. And all the little kids are like, whoa, it's so cool. You're about to die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That was but Yeah, dope. like, it was really cool because, like, Peter was just like, once he realized, like, oh, he is already at her crib. He got her. My man left that hospital so quick. And that little scene where he lands and he goes to the bridge with the two flags, he pulls himself. Like, I love that scene. Just, like, yeah. him getting to the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That yeah, was like, dope. it was that cool, man. And, um, yeah, so, like, then you got Spider-Man trying to save both both his the kids and MJ, and then you got the people on the bridge who kind of just show up for Spider-Man. It's just like, uh, look, he's proving him wrong right then and there. Like, you can do both. So that was like a big moment for him. He's just like, you can do both. Yeah. They will love you. you know, like, yeah, because like, even like, he gets shitted on by Jameson live and direct all the time. Like, he takes pictures to get shitted on. So like, he obviously thinks about that. He's like, hey, he doesn't feel good about that. So, for like, he takes pictures for dirt cheap, too. Like, my man is paying him like 100, 200, 300. I'm like, yo, those pictures are high quality. Yo, like, what? He's giving him mad pictures, too. Like, H- <laughs> HD quality in early 2000s. I'm like, my man, like, come oh. on, negotiate, bro. Like, man on, a, on a building, bro, like 80 something floor. Like, I didn't even get up there, bro. He didn't even ask him questions. He's just like, yo, $100, bro. Here. It's like, what? <laughs> Like looking yeah. dead into the lens. I'm like, bro, I would have been like, nah, bro, I need a 1500 just to take this appointment, dog. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Bro. Yeah, man. Then, um, you got that bridge scene. He ends up saving both parties. Goblin gets fed up, takes him into that little building for the rumble, man. That was crazy. The rumble of the century. The rumble in the New York City jungle. You heard? You heard? The beats on him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's he, what's he said what's he get what's he said something about mj just like far from old uh, yeah. no, no, no. it's something about mj that's it that boy yeah. said, <laughs> caught the glider <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i was like ah. so, so putting, being, being the brakes off him yeah 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 yeah, and then that was like one of the moments where you see like the goblin play Norman, which is really cool. He did it one. I think the one moment he did it before that was when he was talking to Harry. Well, Harry got home after he saw Aunt May in the hospital with Peter, and, and then we, there and they were holding hands, and then they let go, and Harry came in. And then when Norman was on the floor, when Harry walked into the room, no, oh. that was way before that. Okay, that's okay, like, okay. That was like when he first got to see her. But this was like he heard Norman upstairs. Oh, right, 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 right. He's like, yo, right. you were right. And he's just like, yo, I could have been a better father. I could have done that. So that's like, I was like, oh, that's Goblin. Play with this thing. And then like, he does it again at the end. And he's just like, Peter, 
It's me. You, you, you've been a son to me. You've been like a son to me. Oh man, Please. the slight, yeah, the slight posits though. So it's fresh. Let me, let me, let me be your father to you. I have a father. <laughs> and Parker. Oh man, Godspeed, Spider Man. Godspeed, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. How we're quoting this shit right now. He said, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> don't tell Harry." Thank God for you. Give me your hand. I've been like a father to you. Be a son to me now. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Oh. Peter, don't tell Harry. Uh, <laughs> It went right. It, it's not his stomach, right? Those were his nuts, dog. Pause. Nah, I caught him in the, it caught him down there in the abdominal. Abdominal. Uh, every yeah, time yeah. I see that scene, I'm like, is that his stomach or just straight up his nuts? Like, what the he fuck? Got in the abdominal, man. Boy, <laughs> but don't yeah, tell man, Harry. Like, <laughs> Harry. Douche. He takes him to Harry and just like you know, and nobody knew. Only Peter knew that that was him. Nobody yeah. knew that was him. Um. And you got the the funeral and that scene where MJ is like, then once again, Peter's like, I can't do it. Cause he's just, he's like, yo, I love you. I only was thinking about you. Yeah. Just like, yo, I'm always be there for you as a friend. <laughs> like, hit, hit me with that late night you up text, but it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be anything else. <laughs> that was like, that was a huge moment, man. That was such a huge moment because like that's everything he's always wanted, but he chose. The life of Spider-Man. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah. Oh, part one, man. Final, the final swing. Woo. I gotta yeah. watch it at least five times. Every time I watch it, I'll be rewinding that shit. <laughs> so, okay. So, <laughs> the, the very... Score, bro? Come on, man. The very, the very, very last scene. Yeah, he's swinging and then he lands on the US, uh, on the American flagpole. Mm-hmm. And oh, I forgot to bring this up. I'm glad that I remembered. Do you remember the original, original? I think it was teaser trailer for it. Yeah. With the Twin Towers. Yep. But then 9 11 happened. And then, like, we never saw that trailer again. Pulled it. Yeah. They pulled it. And then the ending, they had to throw the American flag in it because of 9 11. Yep. And that's something I feel like that's something people forget. It's like the whole 9 11 around that yeah. time. Because that it's was like, months after. It wasn't even a year because Spider-Man came out in um pardon me. Spider Spider-Man came out in May, I believe. Yeah, it was somewhere in the summer of 02. It was like May, May June, too, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so man. yeah, it really it wasn't that it was it wasn't that far after. It was like eight eight months after or some shit. Yeah, man. So that's uh that's Spider-Man, Spider-Man for me, bro. Crazy. Damn, son, you a real one. My man quoted 30,000 different scenes from that fucking movie <laughs> off rip. Like you a real one, bro. Um, but yeah, man. Creep. What you, what you say? What you creep say? is my father. Oh, <laughs> he's a really good man. I'd be lucky to be half the man he is. <laughs> and so, if you just keep Osborne. your keep your mouth shut about things you don't understand, Harry Osborn. <laughs> oh May, oh May. Oh, so. I'm gonna do a little at the end of our rankings. I'm gonna hit you with a little. I'm gonna hit you with a little just a pop up game that I have in my mind. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you Man. what it is, but 
It's a pop-up little game just regarding all the characters. So I'm gonna give you that. That's the only hint I'll give you. But um, but yeah, man. So that was so we both agreed on number four and number three. Number four, we got Far From Home. Great movie. But the rest of the movies, Rainer thinks they're a better movie. I have my ideas as to why uh, I ranked Far From Home number four. But then number three, we got the original Spider-Man, the move, the movie that set off everything after. Uh, we got the original Spider-Man 2002. Shout out Toby. Shout out Christian. Shout out James. Willem Dafoe. The whole cast. Everybody. Yes, sir. But, but um, all right, man. Yeah. So we'll, we're gonna we're gonna end this this episode right hey, here. Go ahead. Go ahead. We forgot to say one thing about Spider-Man One. Oh. Uh, and they say that a year <laughs> I'm not gonna stay away. Damn. <laughs> Nickelback. Nickelback. Yo, so <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny that you bring that up because around No Way Home, my, my brother and I, we saw all the movies and we ended up talking about how promoting the movie is so different nowadays. Nice. You, do you remember soundtracks, bro? Yeah, they always they always had like a big artist or band to do a, like a the the song for the movie. Do you remember? Yo, the yeah. mu- musical artists at that time they were trying to get the single for that movie because they knew it was gonna be yeah. just all over like MTV, all over the radio. Basically, that's it. What's the What's the last one you remember? I dog, I don't remember, bro. I don't remember, dog. I you know really... what's the last one I remember. I think I know where you're gonna go with, but go ahead. Lincoln Park for Transformers. That's oh, big shit. one. And I'm like, after that, I can't think of one. I think you might be right, bro. I think you might that's be a, right. That's so crazy. When for the I'm first done, one, right? Yeah. But the god, up, the god, the god Shia, boy. <laughs> a fucking goat, Shia. Now he's my goat, bro. He's my goal, <laughs> all goats. But anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, man, it's funny. We were talking about that and we were like, yo, like they don't like we don't hear anything about anybody trying to get a single off any movies coming out nowadays. It's like wow. I didn't even think about that. It's true. They still do soundtracks and shit, but like it's rare because like they they do it. But like because you think about Fast and Furious, they got See You Again like that. But that was just that transcended that movie. Like, but the, but the thing is, movie. yeah, but the thing is, like that song with Wiz Khalifa, See You Again, like it wasn't promoted as the single from Fast, Fast and Furious movie. Right. And they made the song. Fast and Furious picked it up. They basically established as a song for the movie. And then it just added to the growth of that movie and that song. I think they did it for the movie. I'm not sure. Because Paul, Paul Walker passed away. Right. Right. I'm not sure. I, honestly, I, I honestly, I'm not. I think that song was already made before Paul Walker passed away. That's interesting. I didn't know that. We got to fact check that. But, but yeah, yeah. Man, I'm sorry. No, it's no, all to, good. I had to bring up that song. No, it's all good. Fanboy of Spider-Man 1 forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no no. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up but um the time flies viewers and listeners please fact check us and fact check us in the comments if you if you know about that song to you again let us know but yeah man no it's so funny how the soundtrack it's like it's just so different and 
but it's funny that you asked me like what's the last thing i remember what's the last song that i remember they did that it's not a song but do you remember the black panther soundtrack with tde oh, yeah 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 that like that was like on a whole nother level that was like an amazing body of work not just a not even just a motion picture soundtrack it was a great album no nah, yeah for sure that was that was special man and it's funny how it's marvel connected to marvel <laughs> I don't know, man. They might know what they're doing over there. They might know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, give them another ten years, but they might know. <laughs> right. All right. So okay. So now that we've talked about everything from these two movies, uh, we're gonna end this episode here. So before we sign off, um, please remember to check out the previous episode where we rank Spider-Man movies eight through five. Um, if you're checking out this episode, thank you very much for your time, your energy. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Apple and Spotify podcast. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Um, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up. Leave a comment. We love talking. We love talking to everybody. Um, and again, before we sign off, my guy Rainer, once again, I give the light to my guests. Shout out your socials where you where people can reach you at anything you want. Uh, yeah, um, socials across the board, Breeze Riches, that's B-R-E-E-Z-E-R-I-C-H-S. Breeze Riches, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter. My Instagram was private, but now it is not. Oh, my boy Lit. <laughs> Back, we here. Yeah, chat me up, man. Yeah. Send me, send, me, send me cool links. Don't send me spoilers, though, man. I don't mess with that. Don't send me trailers, don't send me spoilers, yo. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I'm still I'm still trying to adapt your fucking mantra of just one trailer. That's it until the movie comes out. No, every time I went to see Batman, Doctor Strange trailer came on. I closed my eyes, put my head down. Oh, <laughs> I've been doing that, bro. I've been like just for TV, like the Morbius trailer, especially <laughs> like I'm not trying to see nothing else. I'm just every no. time a commercial comes up, every YouTube ad, I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. You get in there. You get in there. Little by little. It's a practice. Everything is a practice, right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like by now, like everybody should know like what your social media stuff is because this is like the third, fourth, and we still got more stuff coming. Nice. But um, but yeah, man. But as far as time flies, I'm gonna put all the links down below you for Twitter, Instagram, for Apple and Spotify podcast, for the website. I got merch, I got some tote bags, I got some hats. They're very, very affordable, nothing too expensive. So if you want to show support to the boy, I'd really appreciate it. But all those links are going to be down below. So if you're commenting, also, you know, maybe check out the links, so support the boy. That's I'd really appreciate it. But, um, but once again, Rainer, thank you for your time and your energy for doing this. I always appreciate it. I love talking shit with you. Always. Just getting your insights about the movies, about anything that you got, music, movies, sports, and we got more stuff coming up. So just want to say thank you, my guy. For sure. We're not going to stop, man. This is this has been really exciting fun. This is one of the most consistent things I got going on in my life, and I'm really having a good time. So, yeah, let's do it, man. Likewise. Likewise. And we got one more episode coming up as far as the ranking of Spider-Man movies, and that episode is going to be really good. I'm going to hit you with the Mr. Mr. Burns? I don't know what his character is, but excellent. The Simpsons. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, man. So me and my me and my guy Rainer, we're signing off and we'll check you on the next episode. Peace.